You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Tuesday morning, the 28th. And today, schedule's a little messed up. But we've got uh, golf to review today. We've got golf, Valerjo, open, best bets from Texas. We've got LPGA, LA open bets from, you, you guessed it, LA. We'll go over both of those. We'll start with the men's. We'll go to the ladies. And uh, hopefully we get on track on the men's side. Ladies was heartbreaking last week. To lose in a playoff, just heartbreaking. Uh, But we're on the right track, and uh, hopefully we get there with the men's too. Um, A tough course here to, to talk about. We'll get into all of that here on the show. Reminder, if you do enjoy this show... SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Go ahead and sign up today if you enjoy the show. Everything we do is completely free. All the articles, everything that we have, all free of charge. So uh, go over and check it out. We'd appreciate that very, very much. If you're listening to the podcast and you just listen to the podcast, leave a nice five-star review. That helps us out greatly as we climb the charts and Work towards uh, being a podcast that's at the very top of the list. And I appreciate your help with that effort. Um, And for those maybe who are just joining us for the first time, I like to just, every once in a while, let's level set and uh, just go over a couple of things. Monday, we recap the previous weekend. Tuesday, We are doing golf these days, men's and ladies on Tuesday. Wednesday is the NASCAR day. Thursday this week is going to be baseball, the baseball model. I was messing, I got up a little extra early this morning to to mess with that again as well. And I really like what we have. Um, Baseball is just so tough. But I like what we have. It should be enough to get us in the right direction. We might be able to look at some first fives and some other things. But we'll see how that goes. And then uh, Friday is normally just a either Formula One or we'll just kind of chat about the weekend to how things are going so far. So that's what our schedule roughly looks like. Um, and I appreciate you joining if it's your first time. Valerjo Open. 
in Texas. This course is absolutely no joke. I did not think this was going to be a difficult course, yet it very much is so. Par 72, 7,400 yards. Slightly longer than the average course. And the 20th longest course on the tour in the rotation. What a brilliant, brilliant course it is. You hit it off the fairway. There's rocks. There's there's sand. There's all kinds of Texas brush is what they're calling it from some of the quotes from some players. This course is no joke. Winning scores generally not even that good, all things considered. 10, 11, 15 in that kind of a, a range, if you could believe that. Let me get you the actual, see if I can get the actual numbers up. Uh, do, 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 yeah, 13, 18, 20, 17, 12, and 12, going back the last handful of years. Averages of 15 under. What I find really interesting about this course in particular is how much, how much I think approach and driving matters and how little putting and around the green really matters in this one. In this one in particular, I should say. So um, one of the things I like to look at is how are the players playing leading into their win? So the season leading into the win that they got, the past winners here, how did they do? Where did they gain strokes? Where were they losing strokes? And does that give us some sort of baseline on where to be? And this course, more than any I've ever seen, approach and off the tee, these guys were gaining strokes heading into their win. Otherwise, they were losing strokes or or just even, gaining no strokes. So it really makes me want to take a look at off-the-tee approach and really mute, really, really mute uh, everything else. Like, I just don't think it's going to matter. Which is kind of strange to say in all reality. Like, it is a little bit weird. But can't make it up. It's not important. It's not important. Um, and also, for those that might be listening here, uh, we, we post this article. We make an article on SteadyPicks.com. It's got the screenshot of the model that I make up. It'll have... Um, It'll have all my best bets in it. It'll have everything that you need all in one place. And I also tweet that out. So uh, on Twitter, at SteadyPix underscore Tom, that's the best place to go. Make sure you don't miss anything that uh, I'm a part of. I don't tweet a whole lot, so it's not painful to, to follow me. But we flip on over to the model, and... There's some familiar faces up towards the top of the list. There's a couple of guys that I'll be playing that um, may surprise you. 
but a, t- a couple of guys that that we are generally used to being towards the top. One guy that I didn't bet that I'm going to add a bet on here. No, oh, we'll get to him in a second. We'll get to him. Wow. Yeah, we're definitely going to add a bet on him. But just as I look at the results, I've like I said, I've got this weighted very high off the green approach around the green putting very, very minimal, if any. Uh, I mean, there's some. <laughs> uh, top guy on the on the model is Tyrell Hatton. Right under him, Ricky Fowler, who's uh, got two top 20s here in his last four tries. Ricky Fowler playing very, very good golf. He's actually going to be an outright play for us. Then we've got the group of guys that I'm most interested in. Um, that I'm super, super interested in. Nick Taylor, Ben Martin, Siwoo Kim. Those three guys and Nikolai Hogard. Nikolai Hogard, two top tens at this course, at this tournament. A top 40. He's playing okay heading into this one. Second place in his last tournament. Two top fives, actually, if you look at his last five tournaments. Has never played here, it doesn't look like. However, his stat profile really matches what what you want here. He is a terrible putter. Negative point four five seven losing strokes. And that is just not very good. I mean, that's gotta be one of the worst in the field. Next to Ashkay Akshay Bada. Badia. Actually, Badia is might be the worst putter in the field, but Hogard's not far behind. Again, though, it doesn't matter as much here t- this week. And even if it does matter, the putter's the one thing that can get hot when, like, all these guys are good putters. Like, every single person on the PGA Tour is a good putter. Are they a consistent putter? No. But they're a good putter. And eventually, that putter is going to come to you and and work out for a week, for a couple of days. There's no doubt. That happens all the time. How many times do we see guys putt really well that historically... Shouldn't be putting well. We see it all the time. So Nikolai Hogard is one of my one of my kind of longer shot plays, forty to one, somewhere in there. I am on Nick Taylor at about fifty five to one, and Ben Martin about seventy to one. We'll get all those prices accurate in a moment. Siwoo Kim, I'm also on. Um and then that's really that's really it. There's not a lot of guys with experience here. <coughs> Excuse me. In the field, there's a couple of guys like Ben Griffin, Eric Cole. Those are guys that I generally like, but you know, they're a little far down the list for me. 
and um, I, I just don't know. Like Ben Griffin's probably somebody we should have on the card. 31st, 45th, 35th, 14th, 21st in his last five tournaments going backwards. So he's definitely playing well, especially when you look at his baseline numbers. Yeah, he's playing pretty darn well. A guy that I when I mentioned earlier uh, that I'm kind of curious about, but not all that curious, to be honest, Tyler Duncan. Tyler Duncan, um, lose, he gains a lot of strokes off the tee. He's playing pretty well compared to his baseline. Uh, two top fives in his last five tournaments. But I think he's really bad at this course, so we're going to kind of scratch him out. Um. Yeah, true shots gained, or strokes gained. Tyler Duncan, minus 1.4 at this course. That's the worst in the field. Uh, I shouldn't say that. There's some bad ones out there. Hideki, I'm not really interested in with his injuries and Masters coming up. He could very well withdraw from this tournament. And this is kind of what... I mean, like, you go down the list and you're looking at these players, you're like, who, who are we going to take? Like, who are we going to go with here? I don't even know. Um, if we scroll down just a little bit further, just to get to some fresh names, if you're looking for guys that have historically played well here, Matt Kuchar, uh, T2, T12, T7, T51, his last four years going backwards here. Um, that's pretty pretty promising. Although two cuts in his last five times playing, his last five tournaments. This year, um, one of the guys I do have a bet on as well is Eric Van Royen. He's a little bit down the board here. T14 in 2021 for him at this golf course. Um, I mean, he pretty much matches what you want from here. Good off the tee, solid off the tee, solid on approach. Not horrible. He's pretty bad with the putter, but not horrible around the green. Playing pretty decent. A top 10 in his last five tournaments in general. So he's a guy I kind of have a half an eye on, if you will. Um, other players that generally play well here, J.J. Spawn obviously won. Last year he had a T26, but he was cut twice. Like that's what makes it so difficult is like you look at, if you remove last year's result, you would have been looking at a T26 cut cut for him. Like, that's really hard to kind of justify a guy that's missed two cuts on two separate years at this tournament, and then he comes and wins wins the damn thing. That's what makes golf so tricky and so difficult. So, really, realistically, we should maybe be better about not ruling guys out just because they've missed cuts here in the past. Maybe that's something we should be more be more mindful of. 
Um, do do. Yeah, down the board, there's not really a whole lot else that that I that I really really like. It's gonna be a tough tournament. And I really can't say I have a great feel on on what to do. I'm gonna just stick. You know what I think has been happening is I'm overthinking things just a little bit. So what I'm planning to do or what I've done is kind of just stuck to the top of the board. The only guy I didn't bet before I get to that. The only guy I didn't I really didn't bet that uh, is towards the top of the model here is Chris Kirk. Uh. Two top tens at this course, a T thirty five last year. Obviously, won tournament a couple weeks ago. Was that Honda? He won, I think so. Uh, he fits the course really well. Twenty six to one is that? Is that where he's at? Let's see. He'll be towards the top of this board. Uh, do do. 28 to 1, pretty much everywhere. I feel like you kind of, I mean, and Kuchar, look at Kuchar, 25 to 1. I don't know if I'd be doing that for Matt Kuchar. No way. Alex Noren, 33, 40 to 1. Yeah, the odds are interesting, but. Wow. Okay. Um, I may add a little piece of Chris Kirk. Because, again, what I'm trying to do, if you look at the models that we've put together, we're picking winner. We're picking the winners of these tournaments. They're in the top of our of the models. The problem is I go through and maybe I be a bit too, I'm too selective maybe. Maybe I'm going through it too much and, and looking for things that I like. Maybe I'm reading too much, listening to too many things that's swaying my opinion outside of what, what my numbers say. But I'm pretty confident in the numbers that I have together for this. Um, like I really, I don't know, I really am. And so I'm trying to make a conscious effort to like, hey, let's stick to let's stick to the board. Let's stick to where you're at. And let's see what happens. So that's what I'm trying to do. So I am gonna add a little Chris Kirk because I think like that week at the Honda. When you have one of these bad fields, you feel like Chris Kirk, you know, kind of likes to play these events where the field's a little weaker. He can get out to a better start. He can get up to the top of the leaderboard. So I'll add a little Chris Kirk uh, here as well. I think it's pretty much priced the same everywhere you look. So take your pick. Bet where ever. You have the most money, I suppose, whichever book you have the most in right now. Um, on the LPGA side, I mean, we took up a lot of time with, 
with the PGA. On the LPGA side, um, have not made any bets yet, but wanted to at least talk about who's at the top. Uh, Jin Young Ko really, I think, might dominate this tournament. Um, just absolutely head and heels above anyone else. Didical's still there, but you know she only played this tournament once. She played it last year. She was T48. That's not very good. Nelly Court is in the field. This is a good field this week. Uh, did not play here last year. Uh, other players that have played well here, maybe look at Hannah Green. Hannah Green, a T14, T3, and a second. Uh, 2019-21-22. She matches this course fit pretty darn well. Uh, players like, let's see, is there anybody else that really grabbed my attention? Not too much. Not too much. Georgia Hall, obviously still towards the top of the board now. Uh, Jenny Shin towards the top. Ashley Buhai towards the top as well. But I don't know who I'll be taking in this one. I really don't. I, I didn't have time to make my bets, so I don't want to say I'm betting certain people because when I sit down to actually make these, you know, I, I don't know if it'll change. I don't know. But I can tell you Hannah Green looks very interesting. Um, Allie Ewing looks pretty interesting as well. Boutier will be in this field. She beat us in the playoff. Ugh. But hopefully, it doesn't seem like, like... So here's the thing. It doesn't seem like very many people are interested in the LPGA. So I was going to say I'll get the picks posted and we'll get the article up and yada, 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 yada. But uh, it doesn't really feel like it's catching. I mean, besides a, a couple of particular folks on Twitter, I'm not sure it's catching the the heat that that we need. So we'll see. I'll um, I'll be on Twitter though. So if you if you're curious about what I ended up betting, just reach out. Let me know. But as far as the PGA Tour is concerned, the outrights are going to be Ricky Fowler, Lucas Glover. Nikolai Hogard, Ben Martin, Nick Taylor, Eric Van Royen, and then I'll add a little Chris Kirk. Lucas Glover is my long shot of the week. I can't believe I forgot to talk about him. Um, Lucas Glover is going to be the real long shot for this week. Do I think he's going to win? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But he plays particularly well on this course for some reason. T18, 4th, and T14 the last three years going backwards here. He seems to fit the course mold pretty well. Decent off the tee, decent, decent at approach. He's just a decent golfer that can't putt. And um, at 180 to 1, over on DraftKings, I think it's worth a shot. I got him should be a much shorter price. So Lucas Glover, that was my one 
walk down the board, see what you find, and take a shot with somebody. You know, his results are just as good as Matt Kuchar's. Matt Kuchar sitting 28 to 1. Lucas Glover, 180 to 1. That might be a bit of a stretch, but uh, yeah, he's there. The other guy that has a good course record here is Charlie Hoffman. Cut last year, second, second, and T64. He's got two runner ups in a row at this course, at this tournament. So, Charlie Hoffman, I don't want any part of that, to be honest. He is the guy that has lost the most strokes putting in the field this week. No doubt. Almost a full stroke. Just terrible. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us here today. Again, I always appreciate everybody listening and everyone's uh, time and everyone that reaches out on Twitter to ask questions. Appreciate it so, so much. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you, and we will see you tomorrow. Thursday, Thursday, excuse me, I'm coming back. No show tomorrow. We'll be back on Thursday. We'll be doing baseball. Friday will be NASCAR this week. Schedule's a little messed up, but opening day is right around the corner. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you.